Welcome to Washington Execs Givers of GovCon podcast series, where we highlight the philanthropic efforts within the government contracting community and speak to the leaders spearheading them. Over the next weeks, you'll hear us talk with givers of all kinds as we dig deeper into how and why they're giving back. So thanks for tuning in and enjoy this next episode of Givers of GovCon. Hello and welcome to Givers of GovCon, a podcast where we highlight how executives in GovCon and their companies are giving back to the community and supporting meaningful organizations. Joining me today is Tina Dolph, President and CEO of Siemens Government Technologies, and Robin Kelleher, Co-Founder, President and CEO of Hope for the Warriors. It's such a pleasure having you both here. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having us. Thank you, Amanda. Of course. So before we get started, I just wanted to note, you know, at the time of this interview, we're nearing the 20th anniversary of the September 11th attacks. This must be a particularly difficult time for 9-11 veteran communities, as well as for veterans everywhere, especially in the wake of the U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan. So with that in mind, as we discuss the hope for the Warriors organization and Siemens involvement, Tina, I just wanted to start by asking when and how Siemens first got involved with the organization and what drew the company to this cause? Yeah, sure. And Amanda, you're absolutely right. This is a really relevant topic right now, given what's going on with our veteran community. And I know Robin will talk about that a little bit later. But as a supporter of the government industry, veterans and supporting our military has always been important to Siemens. We here at Siemens Government Technologies do nothing but support the military and the federal government. So it's been a very easy place for us to provide our support. I can't take credit for SGT being here. They were members of the the Hope for Warriors family when I joined. And as soon as you meet Robin and her team and all the good work that they're doing for these families, it's such an easy opportunity to get your heart around and you almost find yourself not being able to help. So for us, it was a very easy choice to make as it comes to an organization we want to support. We hire here at SGT and throughout Siemens, we focus on hiring veterans. So it's a natural fit with what Robin does. A lot of her work is around helping these veterans come back and giving them all the support services they need as they come back and start their lives after deployment. And we're just happy to be a small part of trying to place some of those veterans and give them the support that they need. So we're really proud of our involvement with this organization. When did SGT first become involved with the organization? I may actually have to lean on Robin with that. I think, Robin, it's probably been since almost since the beginning. Am I right with that? It's been over 10 years. So I would go back to 2010. We're about 11 years now. Yeah, it's been a long time and we hope a long time going forward too. <laughs> it's been a fantastic relationship. And what I love is that Siemens has committed to an organization and that commitment, they've continued with that commitment. Sometimes it's hard for nonprofits when you've got organizations that make a commitment and then they move to another organization the following year and then they move to a different organization. And this sustainability becomes more challenging. Plus, we've gotten to know the people at Siemens Government Technologies, and they have come to really understand the work that we do, and that makes it easier to work together. We feel like we're just one group with the same cause and the same mission, and that just makes us a force multiplier. Robin, tell us a bit about the organization and what exactly Hope for the Warriors does. 
I am proud to say that we were founded on 9-11. This is our 15-year anniversary. So as we honor and recognize the 20-year anniversary of 9-11, this is our 15-year anniversary. And we were founded by military spouses aboard a military installation during unbelievable multiple deployment cycles with the trauma and the tragedy that goes along with that, but also certainly of the meaningful work that our military community is doing. The organization grew very quickly under the guidance of military spouses as we moved around the country and continued to just grow the organization very organically based on where we were stationed. So that just made a whole lot of sense. Our focus has always been the family. We recognize that our service members don't go into combat alone, and they certainly don't heal alone. The family unit is such an important part of the military community. And so by focusing on the full family unit, we can ensure that our military continues to thrive at home and abroad. Wonderful. So, Tina, tell us a bit about the work that Siemens has been doing so far with the organization. I understand it extends a bit further than financial support, although that is, of course, extremely important as well. We obviously sponsor certain events. We're a proud sponsor of the annual gala and awards that Robin and her team give out to the veterans annually. We actually just did it a couple of weeks ago in Wallace, North Carolina, and it was just a beautiful opportunity to really recognize people who make a difference in this space. But beyond just the financial donations and support, we also try to get our employees involved. Like one of our huge goals here at SGT is to be a good neighbor. And the way we do that is give people time to choose charities that they want to support. And a lot of our employees choose Hope for the Warriors. They know the important mission here. So we've done things like Robin has a 30 by 30 challenge, which is a month long physical activity challenge. And we had a number of our employees do that in January. I think we had almost half of our employee base supported that. So we got a little healthier and a little more active. And we also raised some money for Hope, which was great. We also at Christmas time or the holidays time tried it last year for the first time we adopted a family. We provide their holiday gifts and meals and whatever. This year, we look to adopt more than one family. We had such an outpouring last year from the employees that it was funny. We were frantically at the end trying to add more things to our family's gift basket because we had more people who wanted to get involved than what the family had asked for. And what you see is these families ask for very little. A lot of the things on the list were things that none of us would ask for holiday, right? Sheets, towels, underwear. So we hopefully added a little more joy by adding things like Playstations and toys and stuff for the kids. So we look forward to doing that again. And I myself personally serve on the board of directors of the organization. I just did that or joined back in June. I just finished my first board meeting with the team about a month ago. And that's really exciting to me because as Robin said, they continue to grow. And given the current environment we find ourselves in, the services are even more necessary. So being able to actually sit on the board and help talk about the organization more publicly, get more resources for them and bring to whatever I can help from the Siemens family family is really an incredible opportunity. So for us here, it's much more than monetary donations are obviously always welcome and appreciated. But for us, it's much more of a service and wanting to use our hands and feet to actually help this organization do the great work that it does. Yeah, Tina, as you were describing the things that the families request during the holidays, it's I don't think people really realize if they're not part of the veteran family, the daily challenges or struggles or just thoughts that they go through. We tend to think of it only around high events like us pulling out of Afghanistan or when there is events going on around the world. So, Robin, can you tell us a bit about what you're seeing as the most pressing needs in the veteran community right now? I think it's important to note those and make sure that we understand 
Yes. Obviously, in light of Afghanistan, things are a little bit different because it's emotional. It's an emotional time for military families. It's a time that triggers emotional tragedies. And so right now, a lot of what we're seeing is just need for emotional support. We have a team that literally spends all day long reaching out to service members and their families to just touch base and check in on them and to listen and talk to them. So mental health and well-being is a critical piece of the work that we do. And right now it's really important because this is such a difficult time for all military families, especially those that served in Afghanistan and those who gave their sons, daughters, husbands, wives, lives there to ensure that they realize that they made a difference. There was purpose to that. And that's a really important message right now. We also this week have lost five service members in a helicopter crash off the coast of San Diego. So we are knee deep in working with those families and making sure that they get to the funerals and that they have the financial support that they need, but also that emotional support. So it seems to be one thing after another right now. As you may know, there's a moratorium that will be lifted shortly on rents and mortgages, and we already know that's going to impact the military community significantly, so we're gearing up for that as well. So there's a lot going on. So it's financial support, it's mental health support, it is just community connectedness are probably the top three that we see right now. So how and why is it so important that people get involved? Well, for instance, with Siemens Government Technologies, as Tina said, it's not just the financial support. There's mentorship taking place. There is forming a network of communication and care for the veterans that we serve, our clients, but also the veterans on Siemens staff. They're all impacted by all of these things as well. There's a lot of things to consider here, but again, this relationship that we have together is so much more comprehensive than just a check writing relationship. And it does, as I said, make us a force multiplier because we are a trusted entity in the military community because most of us are military and have been in this space for such a long time. And that allows us access to people. People come to us because they trust us. And then we've got that support coming from companies like Siemens government technologies that just make us a stronger force in caring for our families. Yeah, I mean, if I could add to that, I think that the challenge that Robin has in front of her is there's such a large need that's so geographically dispersed throughout the country, right? So the more people that get involved and the more legs and arms and feet that we have to help, the more servicemen and women we can provide services to. And a lot of these veterans who need these mental health services or wellness services, they're scattered throughout the country. So like having the Hope just opened a really important facility down in North Carolina that literally, Robin, keep me honest on this, but literally, I think we were just like a block away from the VA. And what happens sometimes is these people who need services go to the VA, they get approved. And then the VA is so overwhelmed. The VA says, oh, well, we can see you in like six weeks or a month or whatever. Where if you're in a place where you need wellness services, you can't wait six weeks. So now what these service people can do is they can walk across the street and hope is there to help them. And that's just one. And I just saw it firsthand a couple of weeks ago and I was there. That's just one office, if we could have those kind of offices in all of our military towns, just think of the impact we could make, right? And that's not possible if people in industry, whether it's GovCon or others, don't get involved and help. So it's so important to get the word out and spread the word and show what this organization can do so we can increase our network throughout the country and really get to the people where they live, because that's what we need to be able to do. 
Yeah, absolutely, Tina. And I would say getting the word out also helps us with the barriers to care. The fact that the clinic is a physical brick and mortar facility that people can walk into, but the providers in that clinic are also doing virtual telehealth services in the state of Virginia because of the overflow in the the resources in that state. The challenge is that they have to be licensed in both states. So we're trying to get word out about the things that are affecting our ability to provide care because it is that government community that has a voice and that can help with those barriers to care if they're aware of what they are and certainly the importance of breaking those barriers down. What I'm wondering is how the organization finds the veterans and their families that need the help, aside from the, like you mentioned, the brick and mortar locations, how can they find the services and reach out to the organization? And is that part of partnering with organizations like Siemens? And because there is such a large veteran community within GovCon, even alone. So what does that approach look like? Absolutely, Amanda, that's a great question. The veteran population within the government space, that tends to be where a lot of our service members go to. It's comfortable, it's familiar. They are already set up for success. They're based on a lot of the experiences that they've already had. So we certainly become a louder voice in that space with Siemens government technologies. And we get referrals from the VA. We get referrals from our website. We do a lot of community events. We like to say, bring hope to your community because that's where we meet people face-to-face and in person and we connect the community to the veterans in their community. So it is a multifaceted approach in terms of the access for our programming, but referrals are huge. A very significant number of our referrals come from other military nonprofit organizations. What is it about this particular cause that makes you and Siemens as a whole want to stay engaged and continue working for the cause? Amanda, it's so, you know, back to the, why do we get involved in the first place, right? I think about me personally, right? Like my grandfather was in the service. My dad worked his whole career at the Navy nuclear program. And I always joke, like I was never brave enough to serve. So I'm in utter respect and awe of the people who do when you look at how when they come home, I look at it personally as it's our duty to respect them and as Americans to support them. So there's a bunch of different organizations that do that. I will say for us, when I got involved with Robin, the difference here in this organization is I love the idea of caring for the whole family because like my sister-in-law, her husband served and passed at a young age and she's had to raise two girls all by herself. And she's gotten help from organizations like Hope, right? And so I see the impact. And then when you start to go to some of these community outreach places and events that Robin has, and you see the impact on the families, I'd love to tell the Gold Star family story from the event we just were at. Robin, I'm not sure I can do it without tearing up, but this mom just got up and she lost her son and she was just talking about all of the goodness that Hope did for her. And then her younger son got up and talked about how he was, I think, nine when he lost his brother in service. And he got up and said how grateful he was for the services that Hope provided and that this young man then wanted to also go in the military. And he couldn't for a bunch of different reasons, but he was heartbroken over that, where through Robin's connections and the local law enforcement community there, the you know police, I think the police chiefs in two different towns reached out to this boy and said, hey, you can serve with us. I will sponsor you to go through law enforcement 
enforcement training. And so now here's a family whose life is completely impacted for the positive because of the connective tissue that hope brings to that community. So for us, when you see that, it's so easy to support this organization because they're really making an impact for the communities that these families live in and the next generation, the generation that without these kind of organizations could be left behind and just in poverty and without direction and all sorts of bad things happen when that is the case, right? So I think the whole real focus on the family here is what I think keeps us at SGT really excited and happy to be supportive of the organization. Wonderful. Well, thank you for sharing that amazing story. I mean, I think that's when you really know, right, is when you hear the people who are receiving the services and their lives are changing because of them. Yeah. I should probably tell a story too, Robin, of the gentleman who got up after. So this Gold Star family talked at the event. And then the next person that we were honoring was a gentleman who was a victim of a bombing and had lost right arm and right leg, I think. He gets up and he's an amazing, they're all amazing, but this gentleman was really amazing too, because he gets up and he says, I want to continue to serve. And he couldn't even speak because he was so touched by what the woman from the Gold family has, right? So it was just, and then he goes on to share his story about how he's been able to help so many other people who are in his similar situation. And you look at these people and you're like, they do that because of who they are. I don't want to give you great, I can't give all the credit, but they do that because they were supported through this organization. And it's really, it just foot stomps the important work that's done. I mean, this organization is changing lives. That's something who wouldn't want to be part of that, right? It's just, you have to jump in and help. It's just the right thing to do. Amanda, one of the goals that we set or one of the metrics of success and I without being a data point is that we understand the culture of the military and the need and the desire and the commitment to service. And so for us, and you have a service member, a family member coming through hope because they need something and we can fulfill that need and get them back to a place where they can serve again. That's a huge success point. And it doesn't drive any kind of a data matrix or anything like that. But it's that's the story behind it is that young man wanting to serve his country, despite the fact that his brother was killed and then being able to do so or the other gentleman being able to serve his other service members because he's been helped. I'm hearing these stories. It's like you said, Tina, there's just respect and awe of what the resiliency of what our service members are able to go through and even have the ability to go up and speak about it afterwards. That's just amazing. Before we close, I wanted to ask if there's any upcoming news or upcoming initiatives that you wanted to share in terms of the organization or Siemens involvement with the organization. What I would recommend for people who are listening who want to get involved is if you go out and check Hope for the Warriors website, they're very good about listing all of the local community events. I would really highly encourage people to go out there and look to see because there's probably one somewhere near you. So that's what we encourage our employees to do. We'll obviously be jumping on the next 30 by 30 challenge again here at SGT. We'll be supporting the through the holiday season, the families that need so much hope. So if somebody's looking to get involved, I would start there. And then they also, I think Robin's were also active on social media. So we you know, have LinkedIn page. There's a great program that Robin has called the circle of hope, which is for somebody who wants to do a financial donation on a recurring basis. We can take care of all that automatically. So it's very easy. You don't even have to think about it, which is great. So I think there's really great resources out there for people to go look at on the hope for the warriors website. And I'll let Robin tell you what that is in a minute. Cause off the top of my head, I don't know. 
know. <laughs> but I think that's a great place to start to check out the activities and how you can get involved. Yes. Thank you, Tina. In fact, we do have a lot of our events are virtual right now so that we can reach more people. And as Tina mentioned, right now we've got the Patriot Day 30 by 30, and it's not too late to join that. We highly encourage that activity for 30 minutes a day, whatever kind of activity it is. But it also comes with stories and ways to connect to military families. And we're building that community virtually while we're also placing an emphasis on people's physical and emotional well-being. And we have a number of those between now and the end of the year. And you can learn about all of those at www.hopeforthewarriors.org. Wonderful. Well, this has been an amazing and extremely moving conversation. Tina and Robin, thank you both so much for the work that you're doing for our veteran community. And thank you for joining me today. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Amanda. Yeah, thank you, Amanda. Thanks for having us.